This is Drew Rhea. Thanks for checking out the Nameless Baseball Show podcast. New episodes are published weekly and can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, it is the glory days here on 99.5 The Hive, your home for everything Waynesburg. This is the Nameless Baseball Show on WCYJFM. Back again on another Monday night at 8 o'clock. I'm Andrew Rhea getting ready for some playoff baseball talk. This is the postseason preview show. I'm joined right now by CJ Sakanik. He's going to be one of the many members of our panel tonight discussing the postseason and breaking down every matchup. CJ from Moon Township and Moon High School, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, it's uh, it's a little warm in here, uh, but you know I think that's going to generate the thinking juices and really get us, you know, get some good discussion about what's going to happen this October uh, coming up here for the MLB. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, everything looks a lot different. We've broken down a lot of the differences for the shortened season in earlier episodes of this show, but tonight. One thing hasn't changed, and it's the fact that you can feel playoff baseball in the air. Mm-hmm. You can feel that October baseball. And starting tomorrow, although not quite October, is the MLB postseason, the 2020 edition, the mid-COVID-19 pandemic edition of the MLB postseason. The expanded field, which we have discussed before, has been set. It was set yesterday after the final round of games. And so, instead of a standings update, we will provide a postseason update. We're gonna give you the complete rundown of where every team is starting. And then each one by one, we will break down our predictions. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, at WooPastTime. That's W-U-Pastime. Um, And we will have a graphic out for you tomorrow before the first pitch of the wild card round, breaking down all of our predictions. And you can follow along with us as we keep score and see who has the best predictions for the 2020 postseason. So diving into those first matchups in the wild card round in the American League, The Tampa Bay Rays are the number one seed and will host the Toronto Blue Jays in the 1-8 matchup. Moving down to the 4-5 in the AL, the Cleveland Indians secured the four seed after a hot finish and they they are rewarded with the New York Yankees in the five seed. The 3-6 is very intriguing. It's the Minnesota Twins, the winners of the AL Central. They will take on the Houston Astros, who squeaked in at the 6th seed despite a very lackluster season. There's a lot of controversy, controversy still surrounding that team. And then finally in the American League, the Oakland Athletics, the winners of the American League West, will take on the Chicago White Sox, who had a fiery start but a slow finish then out west the number one seed los angeles dodgers with a major league best record of 43 and 17 they get the milwaukee brewers who clinched on the final day of the regular season they get into the eighth seed at 29 and 31 then the four five the san diego padres will face off against the St. Louis Cardinals, 
one of the four teams from the NL Central to make the postseason, not including the Pirates. Mm. In the 3-6, the NL Central champion Chicago Cubs will face probably the shocker of the postseason of this field, the Miami Marlins, who secured the sixth seed. And then finally, the number two and NL East champion Atlanta Braves will face off against the number seven Cincinnati Reds, who are back in the postseason after what feels like forever. The Cueto curse, will it end? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're starting off hot. it'll only end for like two innings, and then Atlanta's going to show Okay, okay, okay. All right, so the way that this episode's going to go, essentially we will break down each panelist's uh, picks. We have CJ coming in. Adam Morganti will not be able to make it in. He is tied up with prior engagements with WCTV. He's a very dedicated member of the department. But his picks will be on the graphic. I have picks from Dakota Kiefer, who is a former analyst on the show. I have picks from former host Joe Smeltzer. And I also have picks um, coming in from Jared Weicker. He will be on the show a little later. He's actually reffing or umping. Uh, they just uh, got done. The Wiffle Ball League. Yes, they, they just, just got finished. Done. So umpire Weicker will be in the studio a little later on tonight to go over his predictions. And then also Mitch Montani, another former analyst on the show, may also be sending in his picks hopefully tomorrow before the first pitch. Like I said, you can catch all of our picks, the entire breakdown on our giant graphic that will be posted tomorrow on our Twitter page before the first pitch of the wild card round. So without any further ado, Mr. Sakanic, you're on the hot seat. Oh boy. It's time to go around the postseason. We're gonna start in the American League wild card. Number one, Tampa Bay. And number eight, Toronto. Who do you have? I have Tampa Bay in two. Okay. Uh, best of three series, as we know, for the wild card. Yep. Three, five, seven, if you haven't watched baseball ever, ever in your life. Um, I think Tampa Bay, they're just too strong. They're they're a phenomenal team right now. Large due in part to the Pirates, but we won't get into that because me and Drew will get quite angry about that. Um, I think they win in two over Toronto. Toronto's a young team, but I think that's going to... In a three-game series, you need to be experienced. I don't think they're experienced enough. I agree. Um, okay. Drew, what did you have for that? Well, hey, you know what? We'll go through mine now. I have Tampa Bay, and I, I agree with you. I think it's Tampa Bay and two. Way too much depth in the pitching. Very good overall team. Um, they're going to be a tough out with that much pitching depth. I mean, you've got to face Snell and Glass now twice in a seven-game series. That That's not fun. Um, and the rest of their rotation isn't shabby either. So, um, yeah, one, two, Snell, Glass now, and Toronto shipping shipping up to Canada. I agree. All right, so um, the next matchup, the Cleveland Indians, the four seed, and the New York Yankees in the five. What, what do you think about this one? I have Cleveland, the four seed winning in three. I think the Yankees are going to give them. I think the Yankees might come out first game. Kind of show that we are still the Yankees, but I think Cleveland will just have the long run on them, and I, I think I think Cleveland's going to end up being the better team in this. Um, I, New York's still a little banged up, from what I know, yeah. and they're just not playing the way they were in the beginning of the season, 
and they've really fallen off, kind of, kind of fallen off the wagon. Because that team, I mean, this Yankees team this season, when everything started back up, they were supposed to be top of the boards yep. in the AL, and they just they faltered. And teams like Tampa Bay, you know, took that kingship from them. I agree. Year. I have I have the Indians in three. Um, Cleveland is going into the postseason one of, if not the hottest teams that made the field, and so. I think that that plays a huge factor. Another thing, too, that's different um, this year in the postseason. So not only, obviously, the wild card round is now three games instead of just one. Um, the home team, the higher seed, will host all three games if necessary. And so New York will not see a home game in the postseason. Also, there are no off days in the series. You'll have an off day. Um, and depending on when each series is finalized, you could probably get another off day um, after the series. But games one, two, and three will play be played in succession. So, um, I, I, you know, you're getting Garrett Cole in game one, but who else? But after that, Garrett Cole's not going to come back and pitch game three if you get to game three because he'll be on one-day rest. Like, that's nothing. Yeah. So, um, I just, I don't see, and especially, too, the Yankees, we were talking about the past couple of weeks how they were back. They're back to playing their baseball. And then they, they, you know, the injuries that they've, they finished slow. They finished not the way you want to finish a season. And the Indians were the opposite, you know. They they came charging back and made a push for that, really, a three-horse race in the AL Central. Um they didn't win. They finished. Let me see. The numbers are really small on my screen. They finished one game back of the Twins, and so I think that you know, with their momentum and they're also a very strong team. It's not like they're not. It's not like they don't match up well with the Yankees. Um, I, I think that Cleveland wins in three. I agree. I agree. All right. So moving on to those Minnesota Twins, who. Thankfully for them, avoided the Yankees because we talked about it last week. They have zero luck. I don't think I've ever seen them beat the Yankees in a game in the postseason, let alone a series. Um, They avoided the Yankees. They got the Houston Astros um, by winning their division. And so, CJ, what do you think about this one? Because there's another good team in Minnesota, but Houston's a better team and has more experience than their record shows for them. So what do you think? Well, see, here's the thing. We talked about it a couple weeks ago when I was on, uh, about Joe Kelly, actually. We were talking yes. about his disdain for the Astros. I had that same disdain. I hate the Astros. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was great. Oh, they won the World Series. Oh, they cheated. That's going to kill them. Not having a trash can or something being banged to tell them what pitch, they will not get through this Minnesota team. I have that going two games. If you look at the, ro- the starting rotation for Minnesota, Jose Barrios, Kenta Maeda, Michael Pineda, Rich Hill also in there. That's a very dangerous rotation. And then if the Twins make it far enough into the playoffs, they should have Jake Odorizzi Odorizzi coming back. That is a very dangerous rotation. Very good. I don't see that going very far. I agree. I think Minnesota is too good. Um, That AL Central, man, they they came to play this year in the shortened season. And uh, the Twins... You gotta give credit to them for pulling out on top, even with the 
the Indians who were on fire behind them and, and with the White Sox who got out to a really hot start in front of them for most of the season. Um, and so I think Minnesota is, is primed for, I'm not going to show my cards too early, but primed for a run. Um, and you'll find out a little later how far I have them going. But I think they're primed for a run. And I think it starts with thumping the Astros and becoming America's favorite team for the couple of days that they play them. And to round out the American League wildcard round, the AL West champion Oakland A's and those Chicago White Sox that we mentioned before, what do you think? I have. This is my, this is my, my, my underdog. Uh, for the AL, I have the White Sox in three. I think because all they have to do is win two of two of three. Doesn't matter if they lose that middle game, lose the first game, just have to win two. I think they can pull out two, maybe just by the skin of their teeth. But if they can do that, I, I think they're. I think it's very possible. They have a lot of electric players like Tim Anderson, um, and I think they're just a solid team. Despite getting the seven seed, they did have a slow start. Um, but they really kind of woke up, and I think they are—they have the chip on their shoulder. And they want to show that they can compete, um, and I think this is a, exactly the time for them to do that. Yeah, this this series was tough for me. Um, to me, I, I had to go with Oakland just because I think that they're the better overall team. I don't blame you for that. Yeah, um, I. I I'm going to be honest. I don't have too many upsets, which kind of scares me because this is October baseball, and this is like an unprecedented, not only an unprecedented year, but an unprecedented uh, playoff picture. I mean, the postseason, you got 16 teams in it. Um, But I, I don't know. Oakland, there's a comfort in Oakland. Like when Matt Chapman got hurt, I was really expecting them to kind of fall off and... They didn't really do that. They stayed consistent all year. It's a really good ball club, top to bottom. Uh, I'm not shocked for listeners of this show in years past. I'm sure you know that I'm a very big fan of Billy Bean and, and what he has going on out there. Um, and here we are Here we are again. The Oakland A's just out kicking their coverage and with the second seed and... and in the AL, I mean, it's it's incredible what they have going on, and so I, I I'd say it's with my heart, but I I did my research and and the numbers I think back me up in the pick as well, but it is with my heart as well that I picked the Oakland A's. I think it goes three, but I have Oakland, and so we'll roll into the National League wild card round now. This one to me is the easiest series to pick on the docket for the wild card round. The Dodgers and the Brewers. And of course I say that and the Brewers might just pull one out because like I said, who knows? But CJ, who do you have? I have the Dodgers in two. I think that's that's your easy pick. Yeah. It's the Dodgers are always strong. Now, to be fair. I won't show my cards, but I will say there is someone in that rotation who doesn't like to show up in the playoffs the way he does in the regular season. We'll get to that later because I think that's when he'll really show his true cards in October. And I, but I think they'll have enough just to get through the get through the wild card. I agree. The Dodgers are extremely dangerous this year, and especially in the fact that there really is no number two team 
I I personally think that the number two team in the NL is the Atlanta Braves, but that division was weak. The NL East was very weak, and they played a majority of their games against the NL East. While I don't think that discredits the talent that they have on that team, I do think that when they if they are going to run into a team like the Dodgers, just a buzzsaw, I think it could cause problems. So I really don't see a a clear definitive number two in the NL. And so I, I think that the Dodgers, this is this is going to be a very good year for them um, postseason-wise. Walker Bueller is back from the IL. Um, he looked phenomenal in his, in his last start of the season. And so... I think it's an easy Dodgers in two over the Brewers who, I mean, are the fourth team into the playoffs out of the NL Central. Um, Man, does that stink. Just sitting here looking at the Brewers, 29 and 31. And if the Buccos didn't start off slow... I mean, think about it. They only finished. I mean, they won 19 games, and they only finished 10 behind out of the wild card. So, um, yep, it's scary. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, but uh, as far as the Pirates are concerned, focusing on next year, focusing on the rebuild. Um, but I think the Brewers are out a quick two. The next matchup, the San Diego Padres rejuvenated, young, exciting. I love this team. I they're, they're taking on the St. Louis Cardinals, the third, third team. No, they're the second team out of the, yeah, out of the Central. Uh, CJ, what, what do you think about this one? Well, we talked about it last time I was on. I talked about how much I am a fan of San Diego this year. I have them in two. I think that team they're so electric. They come out, they hit the ball, they put runs on the board early, but they don't they don't give it up. You know, to go off topic of baseball, how the Penguins like to give up a lead in the second period. They they keep the grasp on the throat. They do not let go, and they will put more runs on you if you try to get away from them. They are I dangerous. I agree. I, I I have the Padres in three. The Cardinals are a seasoned team. Um, I think they get one, but I, I don't think that series is close. I think San Diego thumps the Cardinals in their two wins, and the Cardinals squeak one out. I, I think that... That's as about about as convincing as a three game in a three game series for it to go the full three. I think the the Padres win in as convincing of a fashion as they can in that one. And then the next matchup, the Chicago Cubs and those pesky <laughs> Miami Marlins. Oh boy, CJ. I think I remember. Yeah, when I put when I put your picks into the graphic, you you have an interesting take here. I do have an interesting take. I think that Derek Jeter and his boys, by way of Neil Huntington and Bob Notting, Starling Marte, Francisco Cervelli. Yeah, I think they get it in three because, like I said before, when we were talking about um, Chicago and Oakland, all you gotta do is win two of three, take a loss the first one. Maybe take a loss the second game. Just have to get that second win. That's all that matters. Now, I mean, I, the Cubs could wash them off the board in two, and I could look like a complete dunce. But you know what? 
you got this is this is a different playoffs this year. So we got to expect something odd to happen. I think in the NL, this is where your oddity is going to show up. I think the Marlins, they got the sixth seed. Yep. They got that much. You know, they're better than Cincinnati. They're better than Milwaukee. I think if they can, like I said, in two, two, three, that's all they need to get through. Finish 31 and 29. I mean, they're in the sixth seed for a reason. It wasn't the MLB didn't just go to them and say, hey, you want to be the sixth seed in the NL? Like, they, they earned it. Um, well, here is your most unenthusiastic pick of the night. I have the Cubs in three. As a Pirates fan, I hate the Cubs. As a baseball fan, I hate the Cubs. <laughs> you just... The Cubs do not excite me at all. They bore me. Um, the Marlins are exciting. They're sort of a tic-tac group of guys that won a lot, that won more than half of their baseball games this year. Um, they have the sharp new logo. They have Derek Jeter. I wish I didn't have to pick against them. I'm going to pick the Cubs, but I will. I will be more than happy to give up that point in in the uh, in the pool to see the Marlins win because like I said before the Cubs don't excite me I, I don't think they're a real threat in the NL um, but we will see as we move into the final round of the wild card in the National League the Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds uh, spoil well not a spoiler it's more of a teaser there is one panelist who has the Cincinnati Reds making a decent-sized run in the postseason. CJ, what are your thoughts on this series? So there's – I have Atlanta in two. I mean, they are the two seed. you got to give it to them. They have a young team. They have a very good team. Dansby Swanson, I love the guy. He is a phenomenal player. Not the best with the bat, but he is defensively – one of the most sound players they have on that team at shortstop. It I is agree. disgusting how good he is. Oz, also, Ozzy Albus yep. um, at second base. And Freddie Freeman, staunch first baseman for him. Uh, glad he's going to be healthy. Um, he did have a round of COVID-19, um, which glad to see he got through. Also, Ronald Acuna Jr. in center, oh. leading, that, leading that outfield. Uh, Nick Markakis next to him and right. That's a very dangerous team. And Marcel Ozuna at the DH spot when, they're playing, when they were playing the AL, Hopefully he gets time in the lineup. He's good, too. When he comes in and they need him to do something, he will do what he needs to do. Yep. So he can he can be a difference maker. But they do have one player in that, ro- in that bullpen, and you know those happy times when they happen in Pittsburgh. Mark the Shark, baby. Mark the Shark. Mark I the saw Shark. That. Closing for them, going in. He's healthy. He's ready to go. I, I want to see him close out both games. I just want to see it. Martha Shark with a second wind in Atlanta. I have the Braves in two as well. Um, Cincinnati, again, upbeat. Didn't really expect them to be there. Uh, kudos to them on a good season. Uh, yeah, the, Atlanta's too dangerous. And I think, like you said, I think Atlanta has benefited the most off of the universal DH with uh, Osuna. It's, it's the, the team... CJ ran through it. it. It's dangerous. It's way too dangerous to pick against, at least in the wild card round. So now we move on to the divisional series. We'll start in the AL. 
I'm gonna move over to the graphic now since I think CJ and I have some disparity. We do, I believe. Um, yes, we do, we have one. So we both have Tampa Bay and Cleveland. That will be a five game set and that will be in the bubbles. Will, yes. Major League Major League Baseball, after the wild card round, teams will move to their respective bubbles in the bracket. I believe the AL is in California and the NL is in Texas. They'll play at two different ballparks and then meet. Each league will play in two different ballparks and then meet for their league championship series. And then the American League champion, no, the National League champion, will go to Arlington. It's in Arlington. The World Series is being played in Arlington, in the the Rangers' new ballpark. Yes. I almost said the Texans. Dear Lord. Go Steelers. Yeah. Steelers are three now. So, the first ALDS matchup, Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Who do you have? Uh, I have Tampa Bay in four. I once I like I said before, um, we were talking about the uh, the wild card there, the one eight matchup. I think that rotation, they're just too dangerous. It's hard to go against them. I think Cleveland will try and stick it out though. I think they'll 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 get that one win, but I, I just don't think they can sustain against the rotation that Tampa Bay has to offer. It's very dangerous, very hard for me to go against them. I agree. In a five-game set as well, I think that Tampa Bay can get a little bit creative with their pitching. You've seen them use the opener before. Um, I think that you could see potentially either Snell or Glass now in multiple games due to that you know, creative approach to the pitching. And so I think that Tampa Bay, I agree with you, I think it's Tampa Bay in four over Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's the hot team going in, but Tampa Bay is too. I mean, and that's the thing. They maintained it all season. And so I think they're too consistent for the Indians. And now to the other side of the ALDS in the other bubble, we will have, we have a disparity here. We have, mm. I have the Twins and the Oakland Athletics. You have the Twins and the Chicago White Sox. You can go ahead and give yours first. So, being the mine is the Twins and the White Sox, I gave Minnesota in four. Um, again, once I like I said before, I think Chicago they're going to squeak out a win. Um, I, I just don't think they're good enough to match up against the rotation for um, I agree for the Twins. I have Minnesota over the A's in five. These are two really solid ball clubs. Um, I think I, I just give the edge to the Twins because, again, the AL Central that they had to play in was very difficult this year. Had two top-of-the-line teams in it, and for them to be able to come out on top, and in a shortened season where you're playing mostly your divisional opponents, I think that speaks uh, volumes to this postseason and to the caliber of the teams playing in it. And so I think Minnesota... In a five-game series, in a very good five-game series, I hope we see this because I think that it would be a very fun and entertaining ALDS. But I have the Minnesota Twins. Moving on to the National League Division Series, we both have the Dodgers and the Padres, so we'll pick that one first. And I think we disagree here. Oh, I, I, I think we do. Um... I mean, these Padres, I'm looking at their roster right now. If you look at their roster, not pitching, 
just their offensive and defensive position players. Catcher, Austin Nola. First base, Eric, first base, Eric Hosmer. Also, you can have Nola in there if he does if he's tired, if he doesn't catch. Um, because they do have Jason Castro uh, as a backup catcher who's been doing okay. You know, and then giving Eric Hosmer a break if he needs it. In third base, you have Manny Machado and then uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. at short. That is a very, very good infield. It's so good. It's dangerous, too. Like we said earlier with offense, those guys can hit the baseball hard, and they put up runs in abundance. I think they get it in five. I think the Dodgers put up a fight, but I think it comes down to that game five. I think it goes to five as well. I think that San Diego is the dark horse this year. Like I said, I was talking about there's not really a number two. I think it's Atlanta, but I think San Diego is the dark horse in that conversation. Um, I have the Dodgers in five, squeaking one out. Um, They have the experience. They have the postseason pedigree. I think that the this will be a fun. I think this has the potential to be the most fun series in the postseason. Um, but I think that the Dodgers' experience puts them over the edge in this series. Um, and I think that San Diego, you're, you you haven't seen the last of San Diego. I don't think this is a flash in the pan, you know, sixty game season type thing. That's a really good ball club out there and a really fun ball club to watch. And so I, I don't think you've seen the end of San Diego, but I think that the Dodgers squeak one out in five. And then to cap off the NLDS, I have Atlanta and the White Sox. You have Atlanta and the Marlins. You can go ahead and start. The White Sox? You mean the Cubbies? Wait, what? You got your league confused. You said Chicago White Sox. <laughs> Against Atlanta. Oh, wow. That'd be tough. That'd be real tough. For, that'd be a real big change up this October. That would, yeah. Interleague play. <laughs> interleague postseason play. Wow. I apologize for that. I have the Atlanta Braves and the Chicago Cubs. Cubs. Yes. All right, there we go. That would have been a very big discrepancy. Anyways, uh, I have Atlanta in four. I think Miami, they get they get through in three, squeak past the Cubbies, but I just don't think that team's good enough to stand uh, against a team like Atlanta. I agree. Way too good. I have Atlanta over the Cubs in three because I want to. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think Atlanta's a lot, a lot better than the Chicago Cubs. Oh, I, I, I go obviously this isn't my you know that wasn't my pick, um, the Atlanta Cubs matchup, but I do think Atlanta's a much better team than the Cubs. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly with you. Yeah, I don't think it's close. That that two three is a lot closer in the American League than it is in the National League. I think that Atlanta makes quick work of the Cubs. And that sets up our league championship series. In the AL, we both have Tampa Bay facing off against the Minnesota Twins. How do you think that series plays out? I have Tampa Bay winning that series in six. We've said it a million times already tonight. It's a broken record. Don't think I have to say it again. Tampa Bay is dangerous. That rotation can last. They can go a seven-game series, and they have enough strength to where they can be competitive in all seven of those games if they get in a position where the offense isn't working and they're not putting up the runs they need. I don't think that'll be an issue for them, though. They're just that talented all around. I have Tampa over Minnesota in seven. I think those are the cream of the crop in the American League. 
Um, and I think that the, like I said before, I think Tampa Bay's pitching is just too dangerous in a seven-game series. Um, and so Minnesota, very good team, but they're not world beaters. And so I think that Tampa Bay wins the American League for the first time since 2008 and advances to the World Series. We flip over to the National League. The big difference, I have the Dodgers facing the Braves. CJ has the Padres facing the Braves. How do you think Padres Padres Braves plays out? I think it's going to be a very long, drug-out seven-game series. It's going to go all seven. I think the Padres get the edge in terms of their offense. Atlanta's a better defensive team. But when you're hitting the ball over everyone into the stands a lot, that makes a difference. That takes away that defense. Yep. San Diego does that very well. That's how they've won so many games. Because you don't allow the defense to make a play, it's hard for them to stop you. Just pretty, it's pretty obvious. Shouldn't really have to say it, but that's how this team is going to get their way to the World Series. That's how they're good. That's what they're making their money on. And they're going to continue to do it all the way to the World Series. I, I agree with you. I think that if I think that if San Diego can get past the Dodgers, I think they're in the World Series. Um, I don't have them getting past the Dodgers. I have the Dodgers beating Atlanta in six. We'll go six. I, I still haven't made up my mind on that yet. Atlanta's really good, and it stinks that they have to play the Dodgers um, or that the Dodgers are in their way or the Padres, either or. Um, but I think, yeah, the Dodgers are just... It, it's its too perfect for me, for the Dodgers this year. So I have the Dodgers. And so our World Series, we both have Tampa Bay coming out of the American League, and we both have NL West teams coming out of the National League. CJ, Padres, Rays. Padres, Rays. That, that'd be interesting would be, but I'm going to go back for just a second. The Dodgers. The reason I do not have them beating San Diego is because of that one person I didn't mention earlier. Playoff, Clayton Kershaw. Every Factor. year, he is a front runner for the Cy Young. The guy's one of the best pitchers in the league. Young players try and copy his movements and his pitching style because it's just that good. But he can't perform in October. I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, the guy needs to get help with it because it's not doing good for the Dodgers. That's why they haven't won the World Series the past however many years. I agree. They cannot trust him in the playoffs. That's why they're going to lose to the Padres. To the World Series, here go my boys, the Padres. Seven games. They are going to win that World Series. They're playing a ton of games in your scenario. Yeah, but I they're think... They're workhorses. They're workhorses. I think they could handle it. I absolutely think they can handle it because the stretch that they had where they were hitting the ball out of the park at least four to five times a game or more, and they still showed up the next day and did just that again, that's a team that has endurance. They can last. I think they can get that series, and they can take Tampa Bay now because not every pitcher is immune. No one's immune, especially Tyler Glasnow. doesn't matter. If they can make contact with Tyler Glasnow and get him rattled early, they can get the upper hand and they can seize control and win that World Series. So you have the Padres. Mm-hmm. Very good. I am going to sound like a broken record because I will admit that my probably my freshman year, I don't remember back that far, 
but I definitely remember saying this my sophomore and my junior year on this show, on the postseason preview show, that this is the year that Clayton Kershaw shows up in the postseason. I don't know, I don't know why I keep saying it. It might not happen again. I might get burnt again, but it's got to happen at some point. I mean, he generational talent, one of the best pitchers to ever take the mound. And for me, I don't know if it's the no fans. I don't know what it, what, whatever makes it happen. I think that Clayton Kershaw shows up. He's dominant in two World Series outings. The Dodgers win the series in six. And I think that Clayton Kershaw is your World Series MVP. Two blatantly dominant showings in the World Series. I have the Dodgers in six. They finally get their title. They get to laugh and gloat at the Houston Astros, who pretty much all of America hopes gets bounced in two in the wild card round. So, um, what a story that would be, though, if they just made a run. Those Dodgers Astros again. <laughs> you do realize that if they if the Astros somehow got back, the Dodgers to would the World be America's Series. team. Oh, yeah. And you know who would be America's pitcher? Joe, Joe Kelly. Kelly. Because yeah. they would throw him in there and just say, Joe, you really want to hit him? Yeah. Okay. Send him in. Call to the pen. Here he comes. Yep. And he's just going to hit two of them and be out. tossed. That's all it is. All right. So thank you very much, CJ, for joining us and for giving your full postseason preview. Like I said, you can catch CJ along with everyone else's full predictions on the graphic tomorrow before the first pitch. And now we're going to switch it over to Mr. Umpire, Jared Weicker. If you want to take the mic over there on the island, Mike Four, and we will break it down with Mr. Jared Weicker. I've already given my predictions, so when Jared gives his, I will read off both Joe Smeltzer and Dakota Kiefer's predictions as well. And we that will round out field as of tonight as to who has predicted the MLB postseason. Like I said, before tomorrow, I know Adam Morganti will send me his because he has given me his absolute word. And Adam Morganti's word is gold. Um, and I will get in touch with Mitch and I will twist his arm and he'll send me picks too. So, Jared... You're on the hot seat now. We're going to go round by round, starting in the wild card round. The Tampa Bay Rays and the Toronto Blue Jays were back at the top of the order. Who do you have? I have the Tampa Bay Rays in two. Okay. Uh, mentioned this last week. Toronto Blue Jays are a young team. They got a lot of learning to do. Tampa Bay is underrated. Tampa in two. Joe Smeltzer has the Tampa Bay Rays. And Code Kiefer also has the Tampa Bay Rays. We move now to the Indians and the Yankees. I have the Yankees in three. Okay. And, uh, Indians are a good team. I think they're able to get one, but the Yankees proved dominant. Joe Smeltzer also has the Yankees, and so does Dakota Kiefer. So that is a break from CJ and I's Cleveland Indians predictions. We move to the 3-6, Minnesota and Houston. I have Minnesota in three. I think uh, 
Minnesota, they're a good team. Adding Donaldson is a great pickup. Already have a ton of power. Miguel Sano and Nelson Cruz. Um, Houston gets one just because they're Houston. I think they're able to steal one, but uh, yeah, twins and three. Joe and Dakota also have the twins, which is kind of shocking. Five people. <laughs> Not one has given the Astros a chance. It they, might happen. They were I just mean, awful this season, though. Yeah, they were. They were like, bad. You could tell. You could tell the trash can wasn't there this yeah. year. I've seen stuff going around on Twitter. They were posting their stats from last year to this this year. Just their batting bad. averages. Like, it's significantly worse. It was bad. And, and, I mean, who knows? You can attribute it to the shortened season. 60 games. Maybe they're not just... They didn't have enough time to click, but it was bad, man. It was yeah. really bad. And so, finally, to round out the American League wild card, the Oakland Athletics and the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, White Sox in three. I think I think the AL in general is really competitive, really tough. It's hard for me to just say, other than the Rays series, oh, yeah, this team I think can sweep. Um, White Sox are fantastic. Their pitching is amazing. White Sox in three. Joe and Dakota both have the White Sox, which means that as of right now, I am the lone money baller right now with the Oakland A's. And so we'll move on to the National League wildcard round. The Dodgers and the Brewers. Jared Weicker, do you have the Brewers squeaking it out? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. The Brewers might not have the Brewers squeaking that series out. Yeah, no. Dodgers all the way. Alright, we're going to take a look. Dakota has the Dodgers and Joe has the Dodgers. So that's a consensus pick in the first matchup of the National League wildcard round. In the second, the Padres and the Cardinals. Yeah, Padres in two. Cardinals are just too old. <laughs> Pretty simple. Padres are loaded. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joe and Dakota both have the Padres. So we're con- we are consensus. We have a consensus on that matchup as well, which is kind of weird, a 4-5 and the Cardinals having postseason pedigree that they do but uh, we talked about it before when CJ was here that the Padres are really good CJ has them winning it all I think it could happen um, but alas we move on to the Cubs and the Marlins Jared the Miracle Marlins I I know I'm giving them one game okay but the Cubs in three okay. I think Derek Jeter makes his team find a way to win one game somehow they squeak her out but I just have to go with the Cubs Joe Smeltzer has the Cubs. Dakota Kiefer has the Cubs. So CJ, right now, the lone man on the boat for the Miracle Marlins. Oh, man. And then finally, i got to scroll down because this screenshot was taken at a very weird zoom. The Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds. Braves in three. I like the Reds. I think Trevor Bauer's the real deal. But the Braves are also the real deal, and they yep. have a ton of bats, live bats. Yep. Dakota has the Braves as well. Joe Smeltzer, even post-graduation, giving us something to talk about, <laughs> has the Cincinnati Reds, oh, the man. seven, advancing to the DS. And so we go now to the Division League series. Whoa. The League Division series. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, I, I don't have your picks in front of me, mm-hmm. so go ahead and give your two predictions for the American League Division Series. Yeah, so mine mine would be the Rays and Yankees. Yankees in four. Okay. 
Um, and then it would be the Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox, and I'm taking White Sox in five. Okay, Joe I'm, Smeltzer. I'm hammering down the White Sox. Wow. You and CJ as well. CJ has them advancing. Oh, no, he doesn't. He had them winning the wild card round. <laughs> um, Joe Smeltzer has the Yankees topping the one-seed Rays, and Dakota disagrees. He has Tampa Bay over New York. And in the other bubble, Joe Smeltzer has the Twins over the White Sox, and Dakota Kiefer has the White Sox over the Twins. So two completely different matchups there. You have Yankees and White Sox, correct? Yeah, that, that would be for the CS. CS. Yep, yep. And, and that is another unique matchup. So the AL might be where this pick pool is decided. There's a lot of different... A lot of different scenarios being played out. We'll go to the National League Division Series. Jared, who do you think is coming out of those two? So I would have the Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Diego Padres. And man, I have the Dodgers in five, but that could easily be Padres in five. That's a great series. Oh, I, I hope that happens. Me too. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And then uh, the Chicago Cubs and the Atlanta Braves. I have the Braves in three. I think they just say goodbye to the Cubs. Um, Cubs good enough to make the playoffs and win a round, but not quite good enough to make a run. Joe has the Dodgers over the Padres. Dakota has the Dodgers over the Padres. Wow. And then two two wild cards, man. Dakota has the Cubs over the Braves. And Joe wow. has the Reds over the Cubs. Oh my so Joe, Joe is riding that Reds train, and I'm not going to question him for a second because he's Joe Smeltzer. So, um, uh, now I, I'm going to question the Cubs over the Braves, though, because I think the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a, I'm not high wow. on the Cubs, but Dakota sees something, and so we'll see. I mean, it, it is it's October. It's the weirdest year ever, and so who knows? On to the American League Championship Series. Jared, who do you think wins the American League? I have uh, the Yankees over the White Sox in six. Okay. White Sox, I think, make a run, but they're just not quite good enough. I mean, it's the Yankees. They're absolutely loaded. Garrett Cole is yep. just a problem. Yeah. Dakota has those Chicago White Sox losing to Tampa Bay in the ALCS. And Joe Smeltzer agrees with you with the Yankees coming out of the American League over the Minnesota Twins to the NLCS. Yeah, so I would have the Atlanta Braves and the Dodgers. And uh, I'm also going to go with the Dodgers in six. I think both uh, leagues end in six games. But uh, the Dodgers, they're the real deal. Atlanta Braves, a good young team. I think their future is very bright. It's only up from here. Uh, but the Dodgers, I really... I really think Clayton Kershaw is going to turn around. I heard you mentioning mentioning that before. Yep. Uh, the Astros, with their cheating, really messed up Kershaw. I think. Uh, He's a motivated man. Yeah. So, for both Joe and Dakota, the Cinderella stories end at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dakota mm-hmm. has the Dodgers over the Cubs, and Joe has the Dodgers over the Cinderella Reds. So now to the World Series. Yankees Dodgers. I'd love to see Yankees Dodgers. Would love <laughs> to see it. How original though, right? Like, oh, Yankees Dodgers. But I'm going to go with the Dodgers in seven. Uh, like I said, Kershaw can turn it around. I mean, then you have Walker Bueller and Dustin May. 
Uh, they should be back and healthy. It'll be fantastic to watch. The Yankees just short again. Um, but, hey, what can you do? Joe Smeltzer agrees with you. Dodgers over Yankees. And Dakota Kiefer, although he has the Rays in the, in the World Series, he also has the Dodgers. So that is it, folks. Of the five complete MLB postseason predictions, we have four ending in the Los Angeles Dodgers hoisting the Commissioner's Trophy. And C.J. Sakanik is alone in his San Diego Padres bet. So we will see. Thank you very much for tuning in to the postseason preview edition of the Nameless Baseball Show for C.J. Sakanik, Jared Weicker, and the picks of Joe Smeltzer and Dakota Kiefer. I'm Andrew Rhea. Make sure you tune in next week at 8 o'clock. We'll break down everything that has happened. We'll revisit our picks. We'll give you an updated standings as far as how we are doing on our picks. And we'll look forward. It's going to be a great October, folks. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening to the Nameless Baseball Show podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and check out some of our other shows from the WCYJ Podcast Network, now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play.